This, 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 this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffron and Reed. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. Yeah. <laughs> John Heffron crossed the interwebs is uh, John Reap is his name. Yes, sir. How yeah. you doing? Hickory, North Carolina. Um, broadcasting you from uh, Michigan. Random barn. Although I tried to figure out my barn thing. I have the best internet here. Really. Yeah. The likes of which nobody's ever seen before. And <laughs> um, then I had a little, uh, there was a, a glitch in my internet uh, the other day. By the way, if, if anybody, just side on. Hi, John. How are you? Oh, I'm good, buddy. How you doing? Uh, those of you who are tuning in right now, let me just grab you since I have your attention. Our Patreon page. Um, we're having a lot of people um, doing a lot of cool things. And if you go to heffernreap.com and click on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always say the name wrong. Uh, it's not Patron. It's yeah. Patreon, it's Heffron Reap. And what uh Patreon, there's a bunch of levels, and it's basically, I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay, here's what it is. It's us with a hat in front of us asking for tips. <laughs> that, that, right. That's what the world has has come down right. to. Right. There's very, very little that. reward that we'll do in exchange for it. I mean, we have things we'll do. We've we've done a couple already with our yeah. Patreon supporters with the subject change and all that crap. Yeah, but uh, we're yeah, yeah, is what it is. I, I still feel uh, a little, you know, ushy about it, but that's what everyone does, and people do it well. And there's a lot of the cool things we're going to have people do. Yeah, uh, I just it's just never been my thing. We're listeners supported. Just support us and know that just we like, love you. Just like PBS, right? Just like yeah. And I had something that we were going to talk about. So there's that. You're fine. Uh, internet for me um, right now. It's uh, like seventy degrees here. Yeah. So it, it's super nice. I, I can't see my breath. I'm not like this shivering. This is like a perfect scenario. The other day, oh, and this is what I want to share with people. Um, I did uh, an internet thing and my internet was going in and out. And I couldn't understand why because my dial-up speed, the fiber optics that I'm at with this place is crazy as fast as it could possibly be. Mm-hmm. But I still kind of max headroom. Right. And I don't know if anyway, uh, some people are less sympathetic to technical issues that happen naturally. Some people just aren't wired enough to just go. Yeah, that was a thing. It it happens to a lot of people. Some people are whatever. I'm just going to I'm leave it there. I'm going to start getting mad. John Reap. (laughs) uh, If you're doing a Zoom call or anything like that and you have a VPN on your computer as a little side note, Make sure it, it doesn't kick on or doesn't turn on. Your VPN is slowing up your computer if you're doing Zoom calls or stuff like that by about 99%. And I did not know that. Now I do. I don't know how I was expected to know, but it's it's a lesson learned. Wow, that's interesting. I've never, I've never even considered that. I've done one Zoom corporate thing, and uh, I did it from my house. Yeah, uh, and you know works. the upload speed is what you're talking about, right? Like where you're at now, your upload speed is better 
than yeah, it was. Because the VPN slows that down. So if you have a VPN on your computer and you're like, why is my internet so bad? Why do I keep cutting out? It's because that thing is, is slowing down. I didn't know it at the time. And you yeah. know what? Now I do. Well, I will say this. You look great now. You Thank sound you. great. Your background looks great. I see there's two Christmas trees behind you. One with a, a snowman on top and the other one, I'm not sure what it is. It's That one's a little bit darker than the other. But it looks... Uh, very Christmassy back there, even though it's November 9th. It still I, looks good. I think, though, at this point, um, by the way, thank you for everybody tuning in. Comments. I'm trying not to look. Oh, right. Uh, uh, so um, it, it feels Christmassy. Like, usually back in the olden days, I would come back to Michigan right this weekend because this is the same week that I've been at the Comedy Castle for 30-some years. Mm-hmm. And up until a couple of weeks ago, I didn't think that date was going to happen, but I'm actually there. Michigan people, all the shows are sold out, by the way. Um, I think you added. So, yeah, I mean, sure, they can only seat 550 people less than what they, but uh, I think they just added a Sunday <laughs> show. No, that's great. And I have no idea what's going on or what time that Sunday show is. Uh, no point. I mean, it should be at three o'clock in the afternoon at this point. There's no reason to have a, a late night show, but they're adding a Sunday show. Um, but usually I'm here. This kind of made me feel like it's holiday season is because I'd fly in from L.A. Mm-hmm. And then I would come to Michigan and then I perform at the Comic Castle. Then it would be Thanksgiving and then it'd be Christmas. And then, you know, right. Then, and then that whole thing. But this whole year kind of seems like a. Yeah. Who knows? I, I was, um, you know, I live with my mom now. So, awesome. um, yeah. I, Do you have a bedtime? Does she make you have a bedtime? She has a bedtime. My you brother know? also lives with me. Uh-huh. He definitely has a bedtime. This boy goes to bed around 9 p.m., 8.39, gets up at 5, works out. That's a whole other story. There's no bedtime. But I feel like it's uh, sort of like we're going to bed. You hold it down. There's like more of a quiet time. You know, it's like turn it down the TV because I like to stay up and watch TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, and no matter where I'm, I, yeah, it's not a huge house. So no matter where I go. Isn't it funny how you think at, you know, at our age that some things go away with age? Um you know, me in the past, you um, going to bed has been a thing. Even if you've been married for a while, I'm sure. I hate going to bed. There, There's a thing. I, I, I'm i not a fan of going to bed when, when somebody else, right? Because there's a thing, I'm sure, when a married person, it's not husband or wife, are, are more of a night owl than the other person. Yeah. If the person goes to bed and you stay up. I remember in my past life, it was always a... What time did you come to bed? I don't. I don't know. Why don't you go to bed when I? Because I'm not. I'm not. T- and and you literally find yourself as an adult arguing about bedtimes. That's so funny. I <laughs> always. I hate. Okay, here's what I hate. I hate going to bed, and I hate getting out of bed. Um, once yeah. I'm in there and I'm asleep and everything else, it's great. It's yeah. like I don't like getting ready for bed. I don't like having to have a routine where you go into the bathroom, you got to brush your teeth, wash your hands, make sure you pee, take this medicine, put on this cream. Like I don't have a routine or I don't want a routine of going to bed. I simply just want to get tired and pass out. I want that to be the case, which is why they have sleeping pills. But 
No thing I, with sleep pills though is maybe instead of taking uh like an ambient or something that would knock you out immediately, it'd kind of be fun <laughs> if they had a time released one, but it, you didn't know what time you were going to go to bed. <laughs> right? So like you could take it and you could be uh, awake for 11 hours. Then it shuts you down immediately. So that thing you just said, the whole preparing for, you wouldn't know when it was coming. You would just <laughs> hopefully you wouldn't be in a car driving. Or yeah, that seems that dangerous. Yeah, that seems dangerous. And but did you say Amber Alert before this, or did you say Ambient Alert? Ambient. Yeah, not Amber. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. Right, right. I, yeah, I'm sleeping pills. I don't steal children. No. Um, <laughs> no, I do pig out. I've I've definitely ate a lot of stuff and not known that I've ate it and just woke up with like candy wrappers. Everywhere. So at so so being living uh, in why you um while you find your, your pad, you know? Oh yeah. No, we were talking about Christmas and stuff. That's but uh, I got to think do you at your, and I'm looking, Hey everybody. Um, Alan, if you want to throw up random people's comments and I don't ever have to look at them, I just decided. So you watching um, your, uh, being at your mom's house. Yeah. Do you watch, I guess it would be different because you really wouldn't be watching anything shady on TV. Oh, look at, at this at, comment, John. Karen Ellis says, sleep is for wimps. Healthy, alert, well-rested wimps. But, but wimps nonetheless. Yeah, okay. Right. Um, do, do you get, do you have to censor yourself being at your, at your mom's like, um, like even watching TV? Let, let's say you're just going through cable, right? You're not obviously going to want, you're not going to watch porn and thing. But if you're whipping through your satellite and you hit HBO Max or, or Cinemax for, latin like you're going yes. to maybe come across accidental yes. uh people uh wrestling and, and oh, so yeah. if you had a thing where that was on and your mom has walked out and you had the yeah there'll be certain things that i just i know that we won't watch certain things together and she knows that as well about me she will for me sometimes just go like if she knows I'm going to want to watch something, she'll go ahead and turn it to a football game. And I know she doesn't really care about football, oh, that's nice. but for me, she'll put it on and I'll do that for her. But when we're sitting together <laughs> watching television in two separate recliners, we can all agree on something with numbers in it, 48 hours, 60 minutes, 2020, that yeah. kind of stuff. But when I'm not there, she's watching the Hallmark channel. And when she's not there, I'm watching HBO uh, crazy weird documentaries that I know she doesn't care about, or or like a Borat movie. You know, I can't watch a Borat movie with my mom. Um, yeah, I can't watch those anyway for some reason. That's the one kind of humor that I'm not. I get too intense if somebody is, you know, making fun of somebody or tricking somebody. I don't know why that. It's cringeworthy, but I don't. I don't yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah, I'm, glad I'm not in that room. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just made my girlfriend watch the most recent Borat film, and then we had to go watch Bruno after that. It was that night. Um, I love that stuff, though. I, I'm not, I'll be honest with you. I think it's great. We some, were Some people don't like it. Um, we were uh, talking before we went on about uh, – so on Amazon Prime, I went through and I, I started watching some 80s movies. You yeah. know, kind of they pop up if you Hallmark rocks. Um <laughs> Oh, so I'm gonna be all over the place. It's swinging around to uh, movies you shouldn't watch in front of your parents, and then we're gonna jump 
Uh, I have a, a thing about Hallmark. I have so much to ask you about. So yeah, yeah, it can help steer the ship too. If I get all over the place, let's go back to watching TV at your mom's. Um, yes, I watched uh, what popped up, Zapped. Oh my gosh! Wait, wait! Don't say anything else. Uh, with uh, uh, Char- Charles, Charles in charge. Um, what was his name? Uh, Scott Bayo. Scott Bayo. Scott Bayo was in it. He had powers, and yep. I remember the cover of this uh, VHS of Zapped, where he was zapping up a girl's skirt. Yes, that's all I. That's all I remember. What the dude from Eight is Enough? Okay, he was in it. So, so that popped up on my thing, and I hadn't seen Zapped, and I was like, oh, I, w- I, w- I want to watch the beginning of this, right? Because I only know kind of. I met Scott Bale actually right after last comic at the Playboy Mansion. Oh, uh, yeah. He came up to me and then, you know, said, I watched you. you you're going to be a sitcom star, blah, 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 blah. And then he kind of went really political. Um, so that's my only, you know, just online. So that's my only Scott. So I, it popped up, but he was always super cool to me, right? People got political views and, and whatever. Sure. I saw him at the mall by where we used to live. And we, we started, to, he's like, Hey, we got a gold girl. Like that was an old, old bit of mine from way back. Yeah. In the- <laughs> um, so I turned on zapped and I started watching it. There was a scene at the end. Man, maybe this is too crazy. There's a scene at the end where he literally uses his power, mm-hmm. and they're all at prom to uh, rip off people's clothes. Mm-hmm. Like he would so get like it's if you had a power to use your telepathic thing to rip off women's clothes, you would get canceled pretty quick. That would that'd be like you'd probably get your social media accounts taken down, and that's probably something you shouldn't do with. Oh. Patrick, if if you let everyone know about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the and in the eighties, it was okay if you had the power just to have. And by the way, all the girls at, at prom, uh, in this movie, all really garb garbed up for for I don't know what type of underwear women wore at prom. I I don't know. I wasn't lucky. I never saw any. Yeah. However, they were all uh, dressed, and it was dirtier than I thought. There was a lot of there was a lot of thongage. Mm. There was a lot of uh, men too. Some some guys, <laughs> but then because that came on, then mm-hmm. all these other movies. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, that's the exact image that I remember. Right, he's zapping up a girl's skirt. Yeah, yeah, and he gets it. It gets crazier because he's in it. Um, I uh, I literally watched it. You know how you can just zap like zap through. I probably watched the whole movie and. Maybe five minutes. Like I would just go and I would stop. And that he gets in a fight with a girl and he, uh, she won't go out with him. And then she's like, I'm out of here. And she gets on her bike and she goes. And then he freezes her and wouldn't let her go. Uh-huh. And is like, no, we're going to go out. And then that's where I was like, yeah, this, this, this movie's really creepy. She wants to go. You can't use your power to, to make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Right? But that's I, exactly as a kid at that age in the eighties. If, yeah. if you had that power, that was the fantasy that you would have used it for. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, every eighties comedy sexual thing, you know, revenge of the nerds, porkies. I watched that too. That, that popped up after the zap thing. So I go, yeah. I haven't watched porkies in, <laughs> in a minute. Um, yeah. I love Porky's, dude. Porky's was, um, but all of these are very 
rapey, me tooy. Um, I mean, Revenge of the Nerds had a a rape scene. Yeah, um, yeah. Technically, you know, she didn't know she was having sex with the nerd. She thought she was having sex with Darth Vader slash her boyfriend. And uh, he knew that she knew it wasn't him. So that's rape, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, so guess. that's Revenge of the Nerds. But Porky's didn't have that. Porky's was a lot of it's very sexual. They had a scene in the bathroom where they're spying on girls in the bathroom. Yeah. But they didn't break into a place and do that. They just happened to the, know, you know that the weirdest was- thing of uh, um, Porky's was the sh- Porky, the sheriff, had uh, rebel flags. Oh, did he? Oh, I got to go back and watch that. He had com- Confederate flags on his hat and just, you know, right here. And just now, you know, it's always been a thing. I'm not saying it, but it just now looking at it through different eyes, looking back, yeah. not 12 or 13, whenever that movie comes back as an adult. Sure, sure. It's funny. Like, it yeah. catches you off guard because you things have changed so much that when you go back and look at it, you're like, Oh wow. There were three. How many? Well, I just said it. There were, there was Porky's and then two more after that or, or three. More. Oh yeah. There was at least two more. I know there was a Porky's two Porky's revenge. Um, there was a Porky's three as well, I believe, but Rick Sanford, the third just commented on something that I was going to bring up too. Kim Cottrell in the equipment room as oh, Lassie. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know how to. You saw her. You saw her behind in that. Not that we're. I think you, know, you saw her boobs too. Yeah, but that, those movies were so. By the way, this is second podcast we've talked about mainstream softcore. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we have to like make. We should. We're allowed to maybe talk about it one time. Uh, one more. Well, let's go maybe ten, five more minutes on it. We'll move on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you saw her. But I didn't even know. Um, Holy uh, crap! Uh, yeah, and then okay. So Samantha says, Pee Wee. Pee Wee was one of my favorite characters in that movie or any movie really because he was the guy that you rooted for. Like, he kind of got picked on, but he could take it. Like he took the picking on well, and he also kind of just enjoyed it. He was a lovable guy. He Wait, was who's just it? trying to Pee Wee from Porky's. The one that was trying to lose his virginity in Porky's. He was the one oh, okay. that was. He was the one that was just trying to get laid. Um, I watched the when I was fast forwarding watching it. I watched here's the three scenes that I watched. Um, the one when the dad was fighting the son, mm-hmm. and he in the in the kid wasn't, oh, wasn't yeah. punch, right. That and was a the, weird part of that movie. Well, I think they wanted to, yeah, and then the cop dad shows up and punches him. Yeah. Um. There's that, and then I stopped at the Kim Cattrall part yeah it just happened to stop i didn't wasn't looking for it um and then the part where the uh i hope this isn't spoilers for anybody when they just <laughs> tie ropes and everything and pull it into the ground and they're racing to uh get back on the other state line oh right 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 okay but the, you don't you missed the scene where peewee uh had to run down the street naked like they tricked I, I, him yeah no I, I don't remember that one. Oh, that's great um, it's great. P- Porky's is a great movie. I'm looking at some other lines. Michael Jameson said the clan was in the trilogy. Oh, that's right. The third, I forgot about that. The third Porky's was, it had a lot to do with the clan. 
Holy crap, I forgot about that. Wow. Yeah. You think anyone's trying to remake? You know how they're redoing? Do you think anyone's walking into any meeting trying to just, you know what? I think we can, we, we, I think we can bring back the, the Porky's franchise. Mm, that would be very hard. Um, I don't think you could. I mean, you could if you, if you, um, what you're saying in my likes to watch, if you Hallmark movie it, oh. what, what would be, hold on. <laughs> what would be, let, let, wait, how can we, hold on. We're, we're, the, those of you uh, listening, me and John, we don't do show prep. We just make up stuff. How would you, if we were to Hallmark, we're inventing something right now. So you're mm-hmm. going to, you're going to hear me stammering a lot. Cause that's what I do. when I'm thinking is I go, uh, um, cause I need a moment. L- what am I trying to say? Let's Hallmark movie old 80s let's hallmark movie 80s movies okay so like okay let me, wait, let me see if i'm right here if you wanted to try and make can a this? can you hear this john yeah i can hear it's soft yeah. sweet music all right so basically do you have a piece of paper by you yeah you're gonna, i think I you're gonna have I, I was trying to write i was trying to write a and it probably exists online now i get it but i didn't want to see anyone else's stuff there has to be a Mad Lib for Hallmark movies, okay. right? Hallmark movies are so, so uh, template. We we could make. By the way, side note, right? Mm-hmm. John Reap can follow me on this. Stores already have their um, Christmas stuff up. Of course. Are you okay with that? Only in 2020 am I okay with this because that's what we did at home too. My my me and my mom already have a Christmas tree up in the house. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm going to this week. I just I enjoy Christmas. There's albums that I play this time of year. Um, it's been such a whole, you know tough year just for everybody and everything. I heard a Christmas song on the radio. Maybe like my first accidental accidental Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Right, not seeking out Christmas Channel, just kind of like scanning. Mm-hmm. And it was that it's Christmas time, it's Christmas time. <laughs> it was that song, yeah. uh, and then I heard Last Christmas on the way in. Yeah. So I'm in, I'm in, I'm, yeah. I'm officially in for Christmas. And you know what I think happens, John? Like it's a slow process, right? Like you don't hear old Christmas tree, old Christmas tree, right on Halloween. But you will hear commercials on TV that have bells in it, like sleigh bells. You just hear the sleigh bells. And right. then like like a week later, you're used to hearing the sleigh bells. And it gets you in the Christmas mood. Before you know it, you're There's listening to getting a new car with a red bow on it when they wake yeah. up in the morning. I hate those right. commercials. Hey, speaking of that, look at this. This is kind of a tie-in right here. Wrap yes. presents badly. Friends will like me even more. Halloween behind us, John. It's time to get a head start on thinking about your Christmas gift shopping and whether to fork out fancy wrapping in a store. This is pre-COVID, I think, when this was written, because that's not happening this year. A study found efforts made not worth it as friends uh, as friends tend to like badly wrapped presents more than packages of perfection. Beautifully wrapped presents, research uh, researchers claim, create high expectations that the gift inside can uh, struggle to live up to. That's my reading comprehension, which is horrible. Um, <laughs> what they're saying is the shittier the, the wrapping, the more people like the gift. And I got to say, huh. I'm one of the best, worst rappers 
in the history of the world. I actually know. I'd say my brother Dan. Are you worse than Mario Van Peoples in the movie rapping? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> That's oh, I, you can never. My, my brother Dan. He will. He'll buy a gift in whatever store. You just buy it. Let's say you you go to the store and you throw it in a plastic bag and check out yourself. You're going to get the gift handed to you in the bag that the <laughs> gift was put in. Right, right, so right. Touch wrapping. Yeah. I take it to the next level where I fold almost. I'm one of the worst, and I love it. I, I don't understand the making them look perfect thing. Mine yeah. literally looks like it, it, it fell out of uh, – I, I can't even say <laughs> It I, looks I, good under a tree if it's wrapped perfectly. Like if you're, you know, if you're making a display, of course. But I'm with you. If it's a weird bad wrapping, um, if it's a bad wrap job, and I see that gift, it stands out more, right? You're like, okay, so this guy, whoever did this, is not used to buying gifts, so it's probably something good because he, you know, if he's gonna do it. You know what I mean? It's like it stands out. You're like, like for example, if I'm going to give a gift or wrap a gift, and I don't normally do I hate, I'm not really good at this. I hate wrapping gifts. I hate, I hate really just having to figure out what it is. I'm bad at the math. I don't, I don't know how people put stuff down. They cut it. And then when, I don't know how you get where it fits perfectly. Well, I always do it and it's half. It doesn't even fill the back. And then I got to get another piece and put it over. I wish there was a thing instead of wrapping gifts where you could dip, dip the gift into like a, Oh like a yeah. A wax maybe. And it, yeah. And it sealed it and you yeah. popped it or you had to eat it like, Oh yeah. Down to it or, 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 you know? Yeah. Hang on. Danny Nealon. This is a comment that Alan just put up. Now, I know this next lyric. I want to see if John Heffern knows it. Danny Nealon wrote, ho, 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 open up your dough. I'm, I'm Santa, Santa Claus, and guess what, y'all? I got something to show. I came to bring some Christmas spirit. I got a big bag now. Guess what's in it? Some for the rich, some for the poor, and Merry Christmas, and ho, 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 Merry Christmas, my foot. I'm gonna tell I'll you tell you what, Santa really put under my so-called treaty, but in reality, reality. look like nothing but a decorator pole to me. me. <laughs> there you go gift bags forget about wrapping shane flint that's a good point everyone just i've my mom and i i mean i've done this so it's just like i'm just gonna put it in a gift bag i ain't gonna wrap anything just put it in a bag and if you do give somebody stuff in a gift bag uh, make sure that little card that's attached to it doesn't say to somebody else oh yeah i don't want to do that uh lauren krupa says my sister will tape the F out of the gift so bad that you need a razor to open it. My dad used to do that he, <laughs> when he would send. It's almost like a joke, right? Like you want to, cause as a, as a kid, you want to tear into this present. I can't right. wait to see what's in here, but my dad would tape it up like with duct, like it really a lot of tape. So you could not just rip it open. You had to like get a scissor and, uh, you know, a razor blade. It was a pain in the butt. Um, here, let's do this, John. We were talking about this earlier. Oh, right, real quick. Yeah. Elliot made a good point. Hard to believe that di the director of Porky's also directed a Christmas story. What? Now, I'm just now learning of this. And my that favorite. My favorite. I'm assuming it is because Elliot. Elliot's my intern. I'm assuming he's not lying to me. 
Um, <laughs> he better not be. But right, A Christmas so Story is one of my favorite movies of all time, not just uh, Christmas movies, any movie. Who, who is that? A Christmas Story. Oh, one of yours, you said. Yeah. I met those guys. I was doing a, a TV thing, promoting a date, and the whole cast came in. You know, they were doing a theater thing where you could ask them questions. And you got to hang out with everybody. And uh, the uh, Mikey, the, the kid, Matt, Meet Wolf, Beef Wolf, the, the, the little brother who's in the... Ralphie. Not Ralphie, but the kid. Yeah. No, the, the brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, he came up to me. He's like, dude, you're, you're hilarious. And he said one of my bits back to me, which, yeah. And then Scott Fargus in real life is not, he's not an ass. It's not Scott Fargus. That's me. Farkas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I don't have yellow eyes. Yeah, I know. Uh, Farkas, I've always been called Farkas. I actually went to that, the house that they shot the exteriors. Yeah. of that film is in uh, right outside of Cleveland. And, I, and when I was in Cleveland, I went there one time to visit by myself. There's so much of a fact. I didn't have anybody to go with. I went there by myself, took the tour, and it snowed that day. And it wow. was awesome, and I wish that someone was there with me. All right, so. Um, oh, yeah, Ray, Law, Ray Lou just put that up there, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so all right, we're good with uh, things for uh, people popping on for a second. So here, let's do this. Um, I'm listening. I, I don't have the breakdown of. I'm going to do some Hallmark movies. All right, if, what do you want to do? You want to make up Hallmark movies? You want to make '80s yeah. movies into Hallmark movies, like a Porky's? I had, and I'm not going to look it up now. I saved us all the the Hallmark movies that are coming out this this winter. Oh. There's like 70 of them. But they're all kind of the same. If you watch, they're all, and here's the template. So just give me, let me try to, I was trying to do this. Give me a, um, just give me a profession. A profession? Architect. Okay. Architect. Um, give me a, uh, what would be, I'm horrible at English. What would be an adjective before the architect? Like, like sleepy recently single like what would you use to describe that what is that an adjective does it have to (laughs) yes yes i I think adjective is right maybe alan could tell us yeah Um, wait how would you describe somebody so if somebody was that's an adjective that's an adjective it's gotta be right (laughs) (laughs) it's not an adverb is it anybody can help like how would you describe (laughs) so if, if i go um Recently moved John Reap. That recently moved part. What part is that? What does that mean? In the sentence, you're saying in the sentence, recently moved John Reap. You want to know what the recently moved part of the sentence is called? Yes. If I was just to ask, yeah, to have you give me one of those or describe a feat like that's, I think I'm like 80% sure that's called the adjective. Um, Don Mayberry wants to. Okay, go ahead, John. You're in the middle of something. Yeah, I yeah. Don't no, stop you. Nobody can throw me off right now. So, okay, so give me an adjective then. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 how about this? Brony. Brony. Okay. Okay. Um, adjective. Okay, return. Uh, what do they come home for? for uh, oh, um, uh, um, because uh, 
uh, <laughs> family business uh, went under. Okay. Save family. Um, oh, my music ran out. Okay. Save family business. All right. And then uh, type of person. A type of person? I, I don't I don't know how to make a mad lib. I don't know anything about the English language. Uh, did you did you I just wait. need one other one we gotta describe one other person and I don't know what to, how to use that as a thing. Type like, of person. How about um give me an a, an uh, an occupation. Like make a different give me an another occupation. Oh man, I want to think of something funny. Nope, just say first thing you're in your fireman. Okay. This is a, all right, so uh, how would I? So we have a brawny architect returns home to save his family business, only to meet the fireman of his dreams. <laughs> okay. And then you have to name it. Hot oh, that I, movie's called. See, that's what I was trying to do, but I, the English language messed up that whole bit because I was trying to template. Moved as a verb. See, see how people. And nobody's yeah. helping me. You know where I was. You know the trouble I was in. And I just needed to know. So somebody, please write. I need a Hallmark movie template. So it's usually an occupation, right? Um, I'm curious about something. Are okay. you looking at an actual Mad Lib template? No, I'm trying. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm wondering if it, uh, if it's an actual real Mad Lib that you're looking at because I'm trying, I'm trying to create one. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And um, I, 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 you know, I'm not. Uh, I've never really done Mad Libs my whole life, but I, I know that was. A, I don't want to. Not really fun. I don't want to make you mad or anything, but it seemed like a lot of girls did that. Brenda Sachs, usually an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, right? Moved is a verb, says Kathy Boss. Yeah, I know what moved is. Um, <laughs> so wait, so let me say, so what you just wrote down, Brawny Architect moves back home to save the family business only to fall and in love with the fireman. magically falls in love with the fireman. So what's the name of that movie? That movie is called... Burning building, burning down the hot stuff. Oh, wait! Burning Yuletide log. <laughs> okay, I took two guys. You got to throw like Yuletide log in there. Yeah, I That's like that one. Okay, good. That's one. <laughs> okay. Well, we but let's do the find the synopsis of, of Porky's. How would you describe that? Give me the. Oh, I see what you're. Okay, so look, John, I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look up. Porky's, and I'm going to give you the description for Porky's. Okay. And then we'll change. We're going to turn it into a Hallmark movie. Turn that into a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Okay, so here's Porky's. What is this? Hallmark Porky's Christmas. Come early for Pee Wee, the angel. You can't. I mean, Hallmark movie, Rick, you have, to, you have to draw it out longer than that. You can't go for the quick kill. <laughs> give me a note now. How, how to write this bit. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> All right, hang on. Okay. In 19 it's 1981. It's 1981. Okay, so Okay, read it to me. Um shit. Hang on. Well, that's not what it Okay. Well, this is way too long. I went to Wikipedia and it's like eight paragraphs. I I can't read that one. I got to go to IMDb. Chat. Okay. Right. <laughs> John, we I love how much 
show prep we do. I think. And, but thank God the music's playing because I feel like it's relaxing me a little bit. By the way, while you're doing that, Wednesday, it's Veterans Day. Um, I wrote this down. Many people actually confuse Veterans Day with Memorial Day. Memorial Day is a day of remembering and honoring military personnel who died in the service of their country, which should be a day. Veterans Day, though, is largely intended to thank living veterans for their service to acknowledge that all who have served and have sacrificed done their duty. So there you go. If you're listening to this on, if you're a veteran and you're listening to this any day, is Veterans Day, but I'd be right. Rich. Respect. So right, here, here you go. I got this. In 1954, a group of Florida high school guys try to help their buddy lose his virginity, which leads them to seek revenge on a sleazy nightclub owner and his redneck sheriff brother for harassing them. Now, how do we make that into a Hallmark movie? Okay. On, on Hallmark, Florida guys return home. Only to, f- yeah. How would you? Well, <laughs> instead of trying to lose virginity, we got to change virginity. Return. How about how? No, the. No, uh, we could use the virginity to say something about the Virgin Mary, because that's could be Christmassy. Virgin Mary. The Sorry, guys, we return home to help one man find his manhood, which seeks fall in love. <laughs> This is harder. This is hard. Not not ramped up. In 1954, (laughs) a group of high school guys try to help their buddy build a nativity scene, which (laughs) leads them to seek revenge on a sleazy. Oh, gosh. This is going to sound sacrilegious. I can't do this, John. Okay. Yeah. This bit was harder than I thought it was. I thought it'd be easy just to make it. I know, but I'm so worried. My mom's watching. I don't want to say anything sacrilegious. Um, Yuletide Firestorm, says Brenda Sachs. That's a good one. We should make other people do the funny stuff. We. <laughs> oh, wait. Rick Stanford's got one. Here you go. Hall, Hallmark Porkies. Do I need music for this? Because I lost. The, I don't have upbeat music. I think that was problem. the, the problem with the bit is I went... Um, instrumental. A group of high school boys bent oh, on I'm losing leaving. their. Okay. Always have music. Hold on. Hold on. Always have music. Always have. Well, let's. I'll just sit here in silence then. Deck the halls. Mm. There we go. A group of high school boys bent on losing their virginity before Christmas stumble upon Porky's, whose establishment is losing business due to COVID. Help him find another kind of love, not between the sheets. But spreading joy in the sheets. Well, that's a, okay. There was a look. No one's good at this game. <laughs> it's harder than you thought. But like, right? right. Yeah. Like uh, a, a down and out comic must save the local comedy store by Christmas, and with the help of an old flame who owns a berry farm. They plan an all-star show, but will the upcoming snowstorm stop them? Yes. Samantha, now you're kind of getting in there. That's what happens. This oh, yeah. Rick Rick is angry because he meant to type streets and not sheets twice. Yeah. yeah that's like, what threw me off, Rick. The, the fact that you said sheets twice, I was like, well, that can't work. It's redundant. But then he meant to say streets. Oh, 
Yeah, like this. Damn you, autocorrect. I know, Rick. This I feel your pain. City, this big city real estate developer clicks on the wrong Zoom link meeting. And when he finds in Fi, he finds the love of his life with bad inner. Okay, we're, I'm out. With Lassie. I don't know. Right. Um, All right. Let's so, uh, uh, subject change. Oh, I'm going to be in Charleston, South Carolina. Subject change. Efren and Reef. Shameless plugs. You doing what? Say I will be in Charleston, South Carolina, November the 20th at the Charleston Music Hall doing stand-up comedy. Come see me perform stand-up comedy. Uh, uh, November yeah, 20th. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Uh, this, week, uh, this weekend, um, I'm at the Comedy Castle in Michigan. Nice. Um, little nervous about, about that. More so than normal, because I've been performing here for 30 some years, and it's people who've come to see me for at least that. Um, and mm. I always feel like my hands tied a little when I'm in Michigan, because when you go off to a different city and you get lost, especially now when you perform once every four months, yeah, um, you can kind of always kick back in old material, yep, kind of like a go to. You're like, I have no, I'm so lost. Uh, here's this bit. But I feel in, in Michigan that I have no well of you can't do anything old. I'm going to, by the way, if you're coming this weekend. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, it's kind of weird. And I always get in my head a little bit, you know, and I don't. Yeah, no, I uh, same here. Dave. Um, yeah. When you perform in, in, in Hickory, like I, I love performing in Michigan. I love seeing it's when a lot of like old friends show up, even though this weekend I can't say hey or hang out in the hall. Because I don't, I don't, I don't know what the rules are. I don't want the governor showing up. So I, so I actively now say thanks for coming and mm. do this because I, I can't do it at the show. Um, but it's weird. Do you do you like performing in your hometown? It's convenient, um, but it's harder, right? It's a little bit of a yeah. thing. I don't <laughs> like performing. Not and- like like not not like it. So people think, but I I feel more stressed. And and I yes. I, I don't have I've had people come up to me afterwards and this isn't uh, crapping on them, but I've had them say your new stuff is funny. I like your old stuff better. Ugh. Like I, so I've had people like friends or people say that to me and that somehow hits my gut like, like that. It, it's weird. You get a People can say whatever they want to me and usually it doesn't throw. But it's stuff like that where I just lay in bed going. Could you have just walked away? Yeah. In opinion is also an option. Yeah. It's like um, (laughs) performing in your, it's like, you know, when you say you you can't, uh, you're not supposed to shit where you sleep kind of a thing. Okay. Is that a thing? Not supposed to. uh, What's it called? Not when you sleep. You can, you can, you can poop in your sleep, but you're not supposed to, to poop at work with other people because you got to go there. So you can't. Right. So whatever that people at work is what the thing is. Okay. Well, I feel that applies to doing stand up comedy in your own hometown, because if I do bad in another city, I don't live in, I can go home and live amongst my friends and know that everything's going to be okay. Oh yeah. Shane Flint says you don't want to shit where you eat. Yeah. That's what I meant. 
That's what we were trying to say. Yeah. So, you, don't want to, you don't want to fish off the company pier, if you know what I'm talking about. I feel that same sort of logic applies to doing stand-up comedy in your hometown. Because if I do bad in my own hometown and a bunch of people see me, I got to walk around feeling bad about that every time I go out in my own hometown. If I do bad in another city, I could at least go, well, I don't live there. But there's a little bit of that going on, performing. And again, these are like, you know, you're walking around these people all the time. And, and it means more what they think, unfortunately, <laughs> because it, cause it stresses you out because it means more. Um, well, especially if it's people you've known forever. Like I have friends that will probably come up. Well, who knows with COVID? Um, but if COVID wasn't going on this week um, at the Comedy Castle, it was literally almost be so many, many reunions. Like people I used to hang out with 15, 20 years ago, um, you know, I've, yeah. you know, that group, high school people, people from college, people haven't seen in 15, 20 years. They they show it's like a fun thing, but they, they kind of. Um, yeah, if the show isn't good, uh, you, you feel it's, worse, you know, that they'll be like, yeah, he's still doing this. He's 50. He's doing, like, it's a weird like you didn't. Yeah. No, it's yeah. a little and, and then, of course, not having the repetitions is always more stressful. So there's especially now. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. Normally you'd be up performing. How so, far is the comedy castle from where you live? Hourish. Maybe. That's not too bad. So at least it's an hour away, you know? Yeah. Have you now? Where do you are you allowed to say where you live now? Right now? I live in Arborish area. Ann Arborish? Yeah. There's a club in Ann Arbor too, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Hopefully they'll open, but Michigan's still being weird about, but of course, here's the thing. COVID's still going on. People, there's a lot of people getting it. Oh yeah. So cases are weird. going up. Yeah. So, but, but there is a club, the Ann Arbor comedy showcase, um, you know, but it's a numbers thing. Mark Ridley's is a bigger place. So their percentages, they're allowed to have where the Ann Arbor club is smaller. So, you know, do you open the door for 20 people or 30 people that you yeah. can? That's what's, kind of that's what's so weird about this so this weekend at the comcast it's gonna be a a lot of me staring at you and you staring back at me but uh it'll be fun i'm excited you're not doing any kind of meet and greet you do you wear a mask when you go in a mask when you come i'll wear a mask when i go in i'll hang out in the back and i'll perform and then i'll hang out in the back after the shows yeah i just think like that's not the best way to do it and i know some people are braver but i you know i don't know i think that's what I'm doing this time. Have you ever this random question, John? Uh, oh wait, here, here, come back to Arizona soon, John. Happy holidays. One says Don Marbury, John High School with him. John is Meyer. How do you say her last name? Oh, um, we love I, I, you, funny or not, John says Sean. Look, you look at this. You're getting a lot of love, hey, buddy. These are two uh, two old high. I want to say old high school friends because that's the uh, you know not offense, Sean. Um, Your friend Sean looks just like my buddy Mike Hauser. I just saw his profile picture. That's the same human being that I went, that was a roommate with in college. I swear, they look exactly the same. And his nickname was Booger. (laughs) Sorry, Sean. Sean Rordery. You look like my friend Mike Hauser. Go look up his picture. I'm telling you. I don't know if you could do it real quick, Alan, but if you put up Sean's picture next to my old pal, Mike Hauser. Could you? I'm telling you, it's a carbon copy. And I know Alan's laughing his head off right now because he agrees with me. Um, you are, if you saw high school friends that you wouldn't uh, 
that you haven't seen? Could you can you still remember uh, cars they drove in high school? There's guys. Yeah, people, some people pop up that like I'm not I said, not not friends with, but I you just haven't communicated with in 23. And when they pop up, I'm like, oh, that dude drove this or yeah, oh, that girl had this car or that even even if they weren't, you know. Yeah. Oh, look, look. Now, if you can find one with Mike with the hat off, because they're both bald. Uh, My friend John, John beat up your friend, Mike. Oh, oh I'm sure of it. Oh, no. <laughs> 100%. My friend Mike doesn't fight ever. I don't think he's ever been in a fight. Um, that he's won, anyway. <laughs> so, um, how often? Uh, oh, Hickory. I don't know I want to talk to you about. What, what, what we there you go. Now, look at that. Tell me that my friend Mike and your friend Sean are not the same human being. I wonder. I wonder if you could do. Uh, <laughs> stop them. No, nah, no, nah, you know that's too much work for Alan. But maybe in a future episode, if someone could do that. And Sean, I want to tell you, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> um, I'm trying to pull up a, a thing. Oh, Sean said he'd hang out with him. Yeah. Up next, uh, this Hallmark movie. What guy's from a small town in Michigan? The other guy is from a small town in North Carolina. And they both look like wrong homes, only to find that they've fallen in love with each other's wives. Up next, (laughs) Hallmark. It's wife. I'm trying to think of a funny name for Christmas. Uh, Two thumbs. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the secret Santa. Up next. This is, uh, this is them right here. Yeah. Up next, <laughs> what hus- two husbands returned home dressed as Santa to the wrong houses. Their wives. <laughs> like, secret Santa. Blah, blah, blah. Something. I was trying to do something dirty. Man, my brain is not firing. There's some jokes that were just right there. I'm taking what, like. Which one is that? Which one? Is that Sean or Mike? Can you see? <laughs> I don't know what you're showing me right there. You probably we're gonna get flagged on Facebook. That's, that's my thumb. I just put a face on it. They both oh, kind of have. Um, I love you guys, man. Take it easy. I'm just having fun. <laughs> uh Hickory, I, I watched the the voice or the the what's the one where they flip around on the chair? The voice. Oh, uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, there's um, a new one. Out. There's a there's a new one that's too confusing. It, you have to stop, Fox. It's it's. It's two, five of these singers. One of them can't really sing. And the other one is, it, it, there's too many and then and then and then. Right. Um, it's like, I can smell what you had for dinner. Yeah. This per, yeah. Which singer has candy corn in their pockets? Like, it's it's too much. It's yeah. too, you're just trying to hard. Uh, but The Voice had a guy who's from Hickory. Oh, recently? Um, yeah, yeah. He was on, he got his chair turned to some. Big, big dudes like six oh, five. Congratulations! And then I was kind of hoping that he would win it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If he's a good enough singer. I haven't. I don't ever watch those shows. They, it, those shows to me seem like nine minutes of commercials and thirty seconds of singing. Yeah, I don't watch them either. And um, I mean, I I used to watch American Idol first couple of seasons, and I just stopped doing it. Um, but yeah, no, that's I, I'm proud of whoever that is. Go, go, Hickory guy. Probably I love him. I love I love Hickory man. Um, you know I live here now. I'm born and raised here, and then I moved away for a long time. Just came back a couple years ago, and uh, I might have an announcement for you, John Heffern. I might have to tell you something. 
He's he's he was a big wait. Hold on. Okay. He was a big city comedian. He returns home to hang out with his mom, and Matthew falls back in love with the city he was so looking forward to getting out of. This hallmark. See, return to Hickory. <laughs> Ooh, return to Hickory. Return to Hickory. I like it. Hickory and spiced. I love it. Sorry. Uh, Jessica says that would be a good Santa swap if you took your buddy Sean and my buddy Mike Santa swap. Um, hang on. See if the wives know what lap they're on. <laughs> there you go. You can like turn this. Yeah, yeah. Um, At a Fox show, get get guess what lap you're on, and it's it's just like uh, oh right, it's just Santa sitting, and then somebody you got to guess whose lap it is. Oh, that's good. Yeah, a, a bunch of wives get blindfolded, <laughs> and there's a bunch of other dudes' husbands dressed up as Santas with the big beards on, so you don't know exactly <laughs> whose whose lap you're on. Which which Santa is your husband? Um. But I could tell you if it was Mike, you would Max know. Hallmark coming home for Christmas. All right. Um, okay. I think. Uh, oh yeah, Hickory to Hollywood, there and back again. <laughs> yeah, I've had. By the way, I've written that sitcom. I've tried to sell it many times. <laughs> oh, coming back home. Yeah, it's always the thing. Yeah. Or, or somebody always buys a bar. I mean, there's we have yeah. friends. But everybody out, everybody at a certain age in Los Angeles has the, and then him and his friends buy a bar. Oh, Jessica has a good idea. Santa musical chairs. So like all (laughs) the Santas are the chairs and the lady has to walk around, you know, with the music, I can name four sites that this probably already exists. In <laughs> that we right, can. right, right, right. Um, what's that? Do we need announcement music? What was your your thing? I can get it off of. Uh, oh no, of- no, no. Well, I, I'll just go out and say it, John. It kind of came up randomly, and I think I might do it. You know, it's uh, with all the. Go ahead. Yeah, with the. Uh, I have no, I have nothing for you. That's fine. I could just keep talking. Okay, that's another. <laughs> this the uh, with the with the big election that's just happened. You know, there was an election. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. The soil and water conservation supervisor. It's still up in the air, and we don't know who the dog catcher is either. That's oh, undecided. What oh, oh, city? <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. It, it was a landslide here in Hickory. Um, <laughs> Dave Caldwell won easily, but the dog catcher. No, no. Uh, soil and water conservation supervisor, uh, dog catcher. I don't think that's a real thing anymore. Uh, not in Hickory. Although I think it is in some places. I think you can still vote for dog catcher. Like, I think it's a political, I think it's a, a, an office or a elected. A, a, I wouldn't want that job. I wouldn't either. It just seems like because you got to run around with the a net. The net. I'm only going by cartoons. I know that's not how they catch dogs. Right. No, but I think this is my announcement, John. Okay. All this has gotten in my blood, and I feel like I want to be the mayor of Hickory, North Carolina. I'm running for mayor of North Carolina of Hickory. 
Are you okay? A couple of things. Are you for real? How? When is that thing? Is that something that's like four years away? No. What? John Reap for Mayor of Hickory. I will be. It, I think it's next year, twenty twenty one. It's an off. What? Yeah, it's an off year. So what that means is, you know, it's like it's not on the ballot when there's a presidential race. There's no other like big race going on. It's its own little weird off year. And so no one really votes. And I think if I were to run in an off year and tell people, hey, just go vote for me for mayor, I think I could win because I don't think the last one won by that many. I think it's like 3,000. He got like maybe 2,000. Uh, maybe the Alan Jackson could chime in here a little bit. Um, I think the last mayor only won by like 2,000 votes. And there's 40-some thousand people that could vote in the city of Hickory. And if I were to run for mayor, I think I could get that many votes, especially in an off year. Um, so I'm wondering, I think I could win. All right, I so- think it would be a cool thing to say that I'm the mayor well, you'd have to do work, though. You'd have to, to improve the lives of those in Hickory. I have, I have a friend who ran for mayor of Tampa, one of my really good friends, Sophie Morrison, maybe one of the best, not speech writers, but like, I don't know, his plat. You need to talk to him, and he, I'm going to have him on with us. And okay. What's his name? Uh, his name's Topher Morrison. He ran for mayor of Tampa. But he's just one of the greatest speakers. Like he's just he's just an all around awesome dude. But in his case, in Tampa, was the you know the the money guys you know win automatically. <laughs> so when you see a guy like my buddy Topher, who's just the, he hasn't touched alcohol, one of the, just the cleanest living guys ever, literally cares about transportation and and da, 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 all this stuff. You go okay, that's it. And then you see like who went, but Hickory. I don't, I don't know what's going on in, in Hickory. Might yeah. have a and what I if think I run for mayor in my hometown that I grew up in? What, which one? What's your hometown? Uh, South Lyon, Michigan. South Lyon. You should run. Let's both run for mayor. We'll both run for mayor. Of our current towns. And then we'll build catapults and we'll shoot watermelons at each other for fun. Definitely, that goes without saying. Or what I was going to say is, what if we're the what if we're the only two comedians who've won last comic standing, then went on to win uh, mayor of their towns that they grew up in? We could be sister cities. Who's the do you, does Hickory have a sister city? We do, and I don't Ooh. have that knowledge in front of me. I'm, I'm trying to be more present and not look at my phone. Yeah, but have Alan. Um, I'm dying to get some some feedback from the Alan Jackson because I feel like he could weigh in a little bit on the did he the, did he quit the mayor stuff? Um, no, no, no. I, I, I'm here. I uh, I've been trying to send you private chat messages. Oh crap! Oh, I haven't chat about that. Sorry. Whatever. Oh my They're god! There's there. like three of them in here. Jeez. <laughs> All right. If we adjective, you mean like an hour, half hour ago, we could have had that figured out. There are three uh, official Porky's movies, uh, Porky's 2, The Next Day, Porky's Revenge, and there was a Pimp and Peewee movie in 2009, and oh. then at 31. We're being very transparent. Alan Jackson said adjective when I was having a hard time making the Mad Lib, and then he said that there was about 6,000 total votes in the last election. The winner won by just 200 votes, dude. Mm. Yeah. 200 votes? Uh, Hickory's sister city is... 
what is that? Altenburg County, Germany. It's a- I know. Do you know anyone over there? Like, if you're a sister city, that's what. Here's what you do. Okay. I don't know anybody there. Um, Alan, Alan, I know. Can you see if South Line, Michigan, has a sister thing? You need to find somebody, John, in Altenburg. However, you say that, Germany, and you should introduce yourself. Like you already yeah. are making connections around the world to show how you, as the mayor of Hickory, yeah, not only thinking locally, but you're also thinking globally. Maybe right. you, can, you can create a tourism uh, thing between that city in Germany and Hickory. Okay, and, and that would be a Hallmark movie where th- this recently single. German flies to Hickory to meet with the new mayor only to find out that she falls in love with his brother on long distance Hickory. Sorry, I tried. What city did you want me to look up? Uh, South South Lion. uh, U-T-H-L-Y-O-N. Michigan. Okay. (laughs) I think I was laughing at me and Alan's patience on that. (laughs) <laughs> Both of us were just like mm-hmm. I was trying mm-hmm. to piece together like, <laughs> Christmas movie. I hope yeah. All right. Are you gonna um also no. there's a WWE wrestler is the mayor of uh, Knox County in Tennessee. I mean it's not ridiculous to think that I could be mayor. You know who he, is? he was a comic, a uh, road guy, super funny comedian. Uh, uh, who? Drew Hastings. Oh yeah, he was mayor. He bought a farm and it was a mayor of of his town. For, I don't know if he still is, but for a pretty long time, I would see him posting on. You know, wow. You know what though? Here's a. Also, let me tell you this. Um, they do a. Uh, there's. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Where they're gonna do op-ed research? You know that that'll happen. I don't know what the, I shook my head yes, but I don't know what you mean. So, um, uh, they'll do research on things you've said or tweets you've done in the past. Oh, that's fine. And you know, being a comedian, that yeah, there, yeah, totally. There, there's something. Oh that, yeah, that that, that I'll go. Be, yeah, like, sorry, I'll say. Well, then don't vote for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, John, I'm not going to spend money on this. If I win, great. If I lose. So be it. May the best man win. And I'm not going to apologize for anything that I've said in the past because I'm a comedian and uh, we don't. Okay. I'm not doing it. And and by the way, I I like the current mayor. Um, He's a good guy. Um, But and the mayor doesn't have a whole lot of duties, John. It's more of a figurehead position. How big is Hickory? I don't think I've ever. I don't know. Alan, what? 40,000, 50,000 people in the city. Of Hickory, I could be wrong. Let me check my private chat. I know, right? I got to go private chat for everything. Uh, Forty thousand says Alan. Forty thousand in Hickory. Um, can't find Sister City for South Lyon, Michigan. So we're not sure. It'd be great to have like a guy like Alan or anybody, not just guy or female, to help you. Like if you're having a text argument with somebody you're seeing, and <laughs> you said something, and you're like, I, I did not. Alan, can you pull up what yeah. I said? Well, it's almost like Alexa, right? <laughs> um, all right, boom, boom, boom. So I think I uh, think I got a good shot. There are some things that I would uh, 
You know, I would. Here's the one thing I don't like about the current Hickory, North Carolina. Downtown, all of our streets are numbers. They're not names. So what I'm trying to tell you is there's a first street, there's a first avenue, there's a first court, there's a first lane. There's too many numbers. So it's confusing. Like, where do you live? Um, I live on 1st, 2nd Street, Northeast, 3rd Avenue, Court. Okay. You know what I mean? It's all numbers. And if we had names, it would it would it would make that I think more uh, or less confusing. So I would I would uh, run on the platform of we're gonna we're gonna put some names out there and we're gonna auction off street names. You you got a lot of money, give it to the city. You're you you, you know you could own the street. You know, let's raise some cash for the city. Um, or you can only name the streets after eighties movie characters. Like if oh, you yeah. straight up just go, listen. I'm naming all the streets off of uh, Ooh. Uh, Top Gun. So you're gonna. So what you're gonna go is you're gonna go down Maverick, and then when you come to Goose, you make a, a left, and then you're gonna turn right on Iceman, and it's right there. <laughs> so, right. Would you need? I wouldn't even need to write that down. Right. That's good. You remember that better than numbers. Yeah, you're gonna um, go down Mr. T, and when you get to Mr. T, you're gonna come to Six Million Dollar Man. You're gonna make a left, and Right next to the Grace American Hero Avenue. Yeah, then you make another right, and then you swing back around. Um, right next to Zap House. Yeah, Zap Street. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Alan just put up. Well, he okay. Goose is 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 a dead end. <laughs> Brian Shepard, that's a good one. That's funny. Um, but no, uh, Alan said Heffern and Reap Avenue would be a good street, right? Heffern and Reap Avenue. I would yeah, be one. all over the place, though. If you figure yeah. if you're going down Heffern and Reap, uh, there'll be a lot of start stops. Heffern and-, and Reap Boulevard. Yeah, there would be a lot of stop signs. A <laughs> lot of a lot of uh, stop <laughs> lights that can't make up their mind. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what, what were we saying? What were you? Uh, yeah, we needed like a, a roundabout. We needed like a Heffern and Reap roundabout, kind of where you, there's a lot of exits. I think that would, would fit. Yeah, it would be a roundabout that you would go into, but you would never leave. There's, yeah, and you would you couldn't see the road, and you just would keep going in a circle. Justin Hensey, I think the city manager's job is to change the street names. Could be wrong. Well, as mayor, I would make sure that one of the city managers got on that. Yeah, see? I would. I would surround myself with the right people, and I'm sure that's already happening. Hank Hank is a good guy. Yeah. Uh, that's our current mayor. Great guy. Um, do you know who your mayor is in South Lyon, Michigan? No, no. I know they had a hard time or not. I remember seeing that they're trying to fill it. Um, yeah. I don't, even, I don't even know if I would, what I would do. With mayor. I try to think of fun stuff. If you think about all the, like I probably put whatever the world's largest thermometer is, you know, right out in Nevada, you mm-hmm. know, when you're driving to Vegas, how you see that. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would make a uh, like world's largest thermometer, but I'd make it two inches taller than that one. Right. And then oh, as good. mayor of South Lyon, I would call up that city and go, you guys got to take that signage down because it's not true. We're actually the largest. And any city that has the world's largest blank ball of twine, I would have, I would, I would make everything one inch like bigger. Got it. Um, 
population of South Lyon is 11,327 people, and your mayor is a guy named Daniel L. Pelchat. Or Pelchat. Pelchat. I don't know how he pronounces it, but it's Pelchat. Sure, Daniel's a great guy. There's only how many people I grew up? 11,000. 11, yeah, dude, and that's 2020. I think when I went to high school there, you probably cut that in half. I bet they're... they're uh, I don't know what the yeah. There's no way there was eleven thousand people when I grew up. There. So what we're learning right now is Hickory is bigger <laughs> than South Lyon, Michigan. Probably by a lot, by a way lot. Well, yeah. As of now, it's ours is forty thousand Hickory, and you got eleven thousand in South Lyon. So yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm the city mouse. You're the country mouse, right? <laughs> You're the one in a barn with a tractor. <laughs> Right? I'm in a studio. Although you have better, you have good upload speed in the yeah, bar. I do. It's I'll give you that. It's pretty high. I'll, I'll give you that. All you right, want to know something that happened on this day in history? Sure. Since we're like '80s themed, uh, can you guess what happened on this day, November the ninth, as we're speaking, 1989? Mm. 1989, November '89. 1989, November the 9th. Something kind of big happened. Uh, it did, And it happened in a place where there is a sister city to Hickory. Hmm. Uh, David Hasselhoff. <gasps> Am I close? Keep going. There's a, uh, David Hasselhoff. Uh, what is it? David at Knight Rider. Uh there's a song on the fall. Yes! What? Are you kidding me? No, I, I literally, I used my brain. I La took info. Ladies and gentlemen, playing. we didn't, that's not a, I didn't tell him that before. <laughs> yeah. In 1989, East Germany opens the Berlin Wall. And I believe that's when David Hasselhoff jumped up there and started singing. One morning in June, some 20 years ago, I was one of its men's sons. I had everything that money could buy, but freedom I have none. I've been looking for freedom. I've been looking so long. Woo! That's it, John. I can't believe you got that. Wow. Um, if we were playing some bar trivia with each other, so we totally would have won the Wild Wings. Yeah. Yeah, we got some appetizers for sure, man. Um, mm. How about that jacket? How about Hasselhoff on that jacket and that uh, scarf he had on? And and the video back then wasn't that good either. <laughs> I think there's a scene <laughs> Did you see how grainy the video yeah. was back yeah. in 1989? Um, oh, Rick Sefford said he stole that song. I don't. I don't doubt that one bit. He almost gets in that video. Yeah, I've seen it before. He almost gets shot with a bottle rocket. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a one that comes right by his head during it. Only because I've seen people show that one. Um, that had to be an accident, right? Do you think someone was trying to take him out with a with a bottle rocket? I think everyone's partying so much that they're just, I would shoot at some random guy's jacket that was blinking. If you're out there <laughs> celebrating, the walls yeah. came down. Because yeah, it's just a bottle rocket. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um. Dude, so next week, uh, what's the next week? 
Uh, next week will be November. Uh, I get a lot of dental work done next week, and guess what? I'm how I'm celebrating. I'm going out in style. Oh, dude! So you're gonna sweet tooth it up before you I'm get it going, taken out? If 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 my baby tooth is going, a tooth that's been with me for fifty years, it's going out by eating some caramel. I forgot how good those today. You did what? I was talking what I bought. I went to the hardware store and I bought paint because I've been, I've decided to paint in uh, a bathroom and I have no skill. I have no doing anything skill and I'm about halfway through. And now I, is there an app just called like I'm out, I'm done. I don't feel like finishing this project. Like an app where people come and f- take like finish it for you, even though you started it. Oh, app, that would be good. Maybe the half ass app or something. <laughs> yeah, because I'm out. Like I have so much more to do, and I'm, I don't even know if I enjoy painting. Yeah, cutting it like by the trim. It's it's, it's a pain ass. Every time I look at the wall, I see where I missed. Um, it's it's. But anyway, I went to the store and I found these, and I will eat these and. I don't have diabetes yet. This will, this will get me closer. So, so are you saying next week that baby tooth will be out? Uh, I think so. I think next week I have maybe not by the next podcast, but by okay. the one after. Wow. Oh yeah. Shane said the Rob you blind app. I'd well, be, Shane, I would be willing because I, I, I started painting. I found this cool color, took it into a paint store. They matched it. And then I'm doing that half, like half wall is super white and then the rest is a different yeah. color with trim in the middle. Um, and it's just, and I got a little roller and I'm there and it's a thing. And I, I didn't even take the um, towels, you know, racks off. Yeah. I know you're supposed to, like some people, they take everything off and they pack yeah. the paint. I just put tape around and I'm that guy. So then when you, whoever removes the power, the towel thing is going to see. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, I took down the mirror and somebody wrote uh, our writing when the wall was painted. So somebody did it two years ago. Somebody did it before that in the 80s, it said. Wall painted 1988 or or something. And then so hmm. keeps the tradition alive and, and paint over it. But it's a pain. I don't know if I enjoy it. I'd, I'd rather just watch TV. I thought it would be good. I'm like, I'm painting. I'm painting now. I'm doing stuff around the house. I don't. I don't enjoy it. I hate it. I helped my brother. I helped my brother paint not long ago, and I hated it. And uh, the hard part, painting's not the hard part. It's putting up the stupid tape. Yeah, the taping out the stuff. The that's a whole thing. So anyway, yeah. All right. So anyway. enjoy your caramels and your baby tooth. Uh, kiss it goodbye. Um, probably the half-ass app. I was going to say the finishers or the closing boys. You know, because you started it, you don't want to finish it. Maybe we call it the finishers, the finishing touch app finishing touchers <laughs> all right um that seems like uh yeah there's already a but yeah <laughs> that, that app could have other purposes yeah um patreon will you tell people how, how to get to us um all that type of stuff oh yeah if you go to heffernandreap.com you'll see old episodes you'll see current episodes uh lots of information on us you'll see a button called patreon or support click on yeah patreon go help us out give us a dollar or five <laughs> or 10 or 15 or 20. It's the holidays. Give us an early Christmas present and be a Patreon supporter. Okay? 
do you want me to get a hold of my buddy uh, who can kind of start you in the prepping for running for mayor? Yes. I, I think you have to start now. 2000. I do. And I, I'm, uh, yeah. Okay. Yes, please. Uh, check out John Heffern's special middle class funny on Amazon prime. You're, yeah. We're both on Amazon prime right now. Yeah, they took, so you shoot specials and then they keep selling those specials to other companies. And then those specials end up at on different TV thingies in my old special is on Amazon prime. A lot of people are loving it though. I look at it and think of why would I wear those jeans? I wore very dated jeans. There's a couple things I would have done different, but I look like a younger man and it's fun. That's so funny. You say that as a comedian, I'm the same way. I'm looking at my ginger beard, man. I didn't like it. Uh, when I did it, I walked away going, ugh, uh, <laughs> because of my hair. Um, it's, I was trying to slick it back for a minute and then they did that. And then when you do specials, there's hair and makeup people and they feel like they're going to do something. And so they put stuff in my hair and about halfway through it, it's all poofy. It looks ridiculous. But then I go, well, that's funny looking. Um, I don't like it. I did mine in my special that's on Amazon prime. Uh, they had a, like a, a fuzzy black towel, um, that was on the stool in case I started sweating. And of course you start sweating and I dabbed it, but it had so much lint. That have <laughs> lint on my forehead, and as I was doing a bit, the makeup person mid bit walks out on stage Ugh. and stops because the camera just everybody in the control room were like, "He's got crap all over his face." He's got yeah. Well, that that's out. a tough decision that they had to make, but they had to do that. And I didn't know, so I'm talking and I'm doing whatever, and I see the audience. I just see them laughing less and less. I'm like, "Am I is something?" There's something up. And then I turned and you're just kind of used to not having people on stage with you. Yeah. When you turn and somebody's standing directly behind you and she's got that little uh, brushy thing, my heart jumped. Like it was the scariest thing ever. And she wiped it off and then she just walked away. And then I had to. Oh, dude. And then the director goes, John, pick up, pick up at. And he just, and then you had to look at the crowd and just go right back into, I think I said something. Yeah, uh, something dumb, but it, but it, yeah. So that's what I think about when I see that special. Okay. Well, also <laughs> another one I did um, that's not out anywhere. You know, when you win, okay. So <sighs> when you win last comic standing, there's different things that come with it. One of them was for me, my season, it was probably different every season, but my season was you get a special on Bravo. I'm like, okay, <laughs> great. Uh, that's totally my audience. Right. And so, <laughs> Fine, I do a special, and I'm wearing this shirt. This is the dumbest shirt I ever owned, but at the time I thought it was cool looking. And I got really hot, and I was sweating really bad about 15 minutes into this special. Anyway, it's bleeding through the shirt. They stop rolling. They go, John, it's so obvious that you're sweating a lot. We have to stop. And right. they took a hairdryer, and I had to go backstage, and they they they, they, they dried me off with that hair dryer and the audience is still sitting out there and i'm like oh this and i'm trying to make funny backstage with the mic it was horrible um <laughs> but uh i'm glad that they stopped me but that that one never showed up anywhere except for bravo one time uh, oh. which is fine because i didn't like it either it, and then they put makeup on me they put like makeup people I, I think they hate gingers because this is what i look like deal with it right? right now on tv they go like well your eyes don't pop 
and your your looks it looks looks like you don't have eyebrows or eyelashes. So we'll just put a little thing, just just a little bit, and then you you look at I look like a goth redneck, you know, and so it looks weird. But anyway, anywho, sorry, I we uh, went we, we tried to end it and that happened. It's okay. Um, did, were you able to do other that? You didn't lose that material though, right? You were able to. Oh do no, it. I have it. It's just not out there. I shot a special. Um maybe three years ago uh, that this is when everybody was getting Netflix show or when, when Netflix was buying a lot of specials. Okay. So me, I, I shoot one, four or five cameras, the thing, things we spent a lot of money on it and in Netflix said no to it without even uh, looking at it. Like, you know, how, like you can send them the link and then, you know, whatever, whatever they use to upload, you can see if somebody clicked on it to, okay. to click. And they said no without even clicking on the link. Cause this is right when, not right when, it was kind of when Netflix kind of switched to only doing specials with the Arena Rock guys. Yeah. 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 You know, just like the, the, you know, you're, if you're Netflix, you're not going to put a special and have 300 people watch it. You want to get how many million? So they're only going with super name brand people. Sure. And then they started doing all those. It's the 10 minute. And they gave, they would shoot people in Montreal only doing 10 minutes. And then yeah. those people got to say, I got a Netflix special. And you're like, eh, you did 10 minutes. So, um, right. so I, I shot one. It was just bad timing. Right when I shot it, it was kind of when they did that transfer thing. So uh. I a whole special shot on four cameras that's on my hard drive. Oh, nice. That no one's ever seen. And now it's data material because back then I was, it was a married guy and it was all my wife. Right, right. So it's just, it's this weird thing that you sit on and you don't know, you know? Yeah. You don't I know. What you. Do I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll release that on our Patreon. Is that a thing? I was going to say, you could still chop it up and put it on YouTube and get some social media clicks out of it and try uh. to sell some dates. Um uh. Something to think about for next time. All right, you got to work on your ad campaign. I'm gonna get a hold of my buddy. He's gonna uh, he's gonna teach you how to, how to speak mayor. Oh yeah, I need some mayor talk. So all right, um, go to heffernreap.com and uh, for John Heffern, I'm John Reap. Take us out, Rick Sanford the Third. You've been listening to the smooth sounds of Heffern and Reap. The show is over. But come back next week, same Reap time same Heffern channel for more comedy conversations, music, age church, and the life and times of the quarantine comedian. Always expect the unexpected and who knows where the conversations will go. And as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Peace. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They Heffron and Reap have low self-esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter what...